Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to Soap Dish Sailor Style. I am your host, Tony Ann, and with me this week, I've got Ariet. Hey, Ariet, how you doing? Hi, it's good to be back. It's our first recap of 2024. I'm so excited. Same. But before we get into recapping the week, we do have a bit of really sad news. Um, I'm still trying to process this, but here we go. Bill Hayes passed away at the age of 98. I was devastated when I heard the news. How did you feel? I was in shock because I was literally asleep and just woke up and checked the group chat. And I saw you sending um, the tweet of his passing. And I just... I was in so much shock. I'm I'm still heartbroken. Like it still hasn't set in. I'm gonna miss him because he was such a delight. He was he really like, was. You, you can tell how adored he is by you can literally like Brian Cranston has literally mm-hmm. made a statement on how amazing this man is. And it I mean, if anybody wants to like, see like I have an entire thread going on my social on my Twitter page right now. Yeah, of like all I love of, that. All of it, I love of seeing the, your. The, sorry, sorry no, that no, I'm cutting you off. I love seeing your thread of all of the actors or like, yeah, actors or celebrities that have posted uh, about his passing or tribute to him. Um, it's super sweet. Like he's sim- like such a den- gentleman, and like he's he's gonna be so missed one of the things that like made me cry when he when I read like Sal's message to um Bill and to Susan and she said something like he used to sing to me in the makeup room or whenever he saw me or something like that did you see the video that Mary Beth posted of the song yes Super and then cute. at the end of the video, did you see um, Christian Alfonso coming up behind him and just like laying her head on his shoulder? I lost it. I yeah. was sobbing. What a like by that uh, post she made, like you can tell he always took time to get to know a person. He always took time to like just spend with the person spend time with the person and just he we lost a legend we lost an icon we did and we also lost a wonderful person because he's generally loved by everyone i saw i saw a post from um the original valerie tweeting and she was like on back in the 70s Oh, wow. Send that to me. I'm not sure if I added I, that once in my thread. Yeah. I think Tina Andrews. I'm yes. Not... Okay. Then that, that was her then. Okay. I, I, I have that in my thread. I did not know who she was. I did not realize that was that. Yeah. I didn't realize either until um, the Ilana group chat um, talked about it. And I was like, who is that? They were like, that's the original Valerie. And then, then I had a duh moment because I checked her um bio and it says like original Valerie on days of our lives I was like oh so you see like the kind of impression he made on on 
his co-stars, like actors from back in the day, current cast members, people who have left like 15, 20 years ago. Like he was super sweet. He made a lasting impression on everyone. And it's going to be sad without him. I'm happy that we at least get a few more times to see Doug. I don't know how I'm going to handle seeing Doug because um, he apparently filmed his final scenes in November. So mm. they will probably be airing sometime this summer. Mm. And there is a distinct possibility just based on how Days' production schedule works that they might not actually be able to acknowledge this on screen mm. until like November, December of this year. Yeah. And even if, like, we don't know if they're going to decide to do that. I want, I've been seeing tweets about, like, debating this. And yes, personally, I think if they're going to do it, they should have an on-screen funeral. Absolutely. Uh, When Susan is ready to do it. Not a moment before, because I could not imagine grieving my husband in real life and then having to turn around and grieve him on the show yeah I don't think I'm a strong enough person to be able to do it same so I feel like it should be whenever she's ready and it it shouldn't be on our our terms it should be on her terms or not anyone else not anyone else's not the show not the fans but her terms because that is her husband in real life and on screen so I mean my heart is going like my heart is breaking for her so much right now and please I I don't want to see anybody asking her to make any kind of statements or anything like just let her process this as she needs to there is a reason that his death announcement came from the show and not from the family yeah absolutely and before we head into our um you know regularly scheduled programming so to speak are there any favorite dub memories that you maybe want to share there's one just that's just like popping right on my head and it's like a fairly actually there's a few um it's kind of a laundry related but there's still those that i just started to think of right now there's one from um uh 2018 uh where <laughs> julie had brought home uh do you remember like that um uh was it what is it called mistletoe pot and jj had like a funny reaction to it and then yes. said like that's mistletoe pot and Doug was like well that's festive and it was super cute I love that moment um there's another one where he went to um where he went to the Salem PD when Eli was there this this was Christmas 2020 um and he came there um and he was like you have to come and celebrate christmas with us and he was like 
come on grandson and it was just super super cute um i love the matching walk i love it the matching walk what are you talking about the jj moment or are you talking about the eli moment eli moment in 2020 eli moment Okay. But I know which matching walk you're talking about. That's also in 2018, the same Christmas pod um, moment. Like that was before the Christmas pod scene where JJ and Doug walked out to the kitchen, like in similar, like in similar movements. Um, but also, yeah, the one in, at Salem PD. There's also someone shared a clip on the timeline uh, where where like they basically had to give um JT back to Glenn and Bart. Oh, the say goodnight, not goodbye mm -hmm. montage. Oh my god. Oh, oh, mm -hmm. oh, oh. Honestly, there's quite a few. Um, there's one where he sang Julie at. I think it still was Duck's place at the time. Um, and actually also the one with Dick Van Dyke, where, when, what is that song called? T for two or something? T for like two. Yeah. That was super cute as well. And that's recent. Um, yeah, there's quite a few. I do have, I'm trying to think of those from the seventies and eighties. There was one I liked during my binge. They were singing at his club, I think. Yeah. I have one from the nineties. That's my personal fave. Mm -hmm. um it's in february of 93 it's doug and julie's switzerland reunion mm. it is i ha i have to dig it up because i posted this forever ago i posted this um i think back in 2019 when julie was sick doug and sierra had a scene where he described this reunion at her bedside and when that scene aired later that night I went on my Twitter and I literally went back and I posted that entire scene because we actually saw that scene happen. Aww. But Doug and Julie had been apart for years. And Aww. Julie gets a Julie gets a call that Doug has been hurt in Switzerland. So she flies out there to see him, to see how he's doing. He's fine. He's 100% okay. He got her there just to be able to win her back. And she was so mad she almost walked out on him but then she he opened up a, he gave her a gift and she opened it up and it was a music box that played their song oh it's literally the cutest sweetest thing in the world and it is my favorite um doug and julie scene there's also another one and i i think this was with baby zach i think this was after the switch was revealed doug oh. and julie were babe Doug and Julie were babysitting oh, one night. Swedish here. <laughs> oh, I know which which moment you're talking about. Oh, that is that is super cute. When they had a food fight. Food fight. Yes, the food fight scene. Oh, oh my! It's it's so good. And then of course we cannot not mention Devil Doug. Oh my god! Like it's iconic. It's iconic. It's genius. The man was 97 years old or 96 or 97 at the time that that's a place. And like for that to be his last iconic big story, like what a way to end. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just, it's so good. Bill Hayes was just a legend, an icon. And 
he will forever be missed. That part. And all I will say on his tribute at this time is whenever they decide to do it, I just hope they pull out all of the stops, bring back all of the people, give us all of the flashbacks, do it in a similar way to how you did Alice's memorial and where you gave us like two weeks worth of stuff. Don't just do it in like two or three days and call it even. Mm-hmm. Give, give him the time he deserved because he gave his life to this show and he has decades of history with this show and that's not something that can be consolidated into one or two episodes. I agree. And with that, we can now move into our recap. And our first headline is EJ is bound and determined to railroad tape. He gets his bail revoked and sends him to adult jail, much to Teresa and Brady's horror. I've forgotten what it is like to hate EJ Demera. Same. This feels so much like EJ Demera. It really does. And it, it, it's interesting, too, because, like, t- 20 years ago at this, well, now it's 2024. So almost 20 years ago at this point, he was, he would, even 10 years ago, he was basically railroading John. You mm-hmm. know, remember, you know, and that that whole thing never came out. Like, his part in, in turning John into Bernie Madoff never came out okay. publicly. And now, all these years later, to have him going after John's son and grandson, like, it's just such such a great use of history. Um, I just feel like they should have kind of built this up more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? it, It did seem a little random, but I'm going to forgive it only because it's so good. Yeah, I agree. It does make, like, it makes sense for the character, because this is more like EJ we know. But I feel like it should have been more gradual. If that makes sense. Yeah. But it's and also it's- like reliant in family history. But I just would have liked the build up more. Um, yeah. But hey, I'll take it. And this story with Tate has, has solidified Emily O'Brien as Teresa for me. I actually enjoy her now. Not, I still see Teresa in the vague. But no, you still, you, you still look at Gwen in a wig, but I... Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say Teresa? I meant Gwen. You did. Yes. I, I know um, that's why I fixed it for you. I still see Gwen, but I'm kind of warming up to um her take on Teresa. And these family scenes are what did it. We need to completely yeah. remove her from the Constantine shit, which I, I know agree. is not happening. Which I know is not happening based on what's currently being filmed. Um, because it looks like uh Alex and Teresa are heading down the aisle in what's currently being filmed. Um but so unfortunately we're not that lucky. However, these family scenes with Brady and her being in protective mom mode is making her feel like Teresa to me and I'll be honest I don't know that I can see Jen Lily doing this yeah I I don't feel like she's 
she's not a bad actress at all at all it's just i think she she has such a young youthful energy that i don't know that i buy her as a teenage boy mom yeah i i actually enjoyed those scenes um in the police station they were good oh yeah oh my god they were so good okay wait which scenes in the police station the ones with just brady or the ones with alex too oh fuck alex in those scenes no yeah no no obviously Oh yeah, he. We can actually talk about those scenes as well. Um, uh, but yeah, I I did like with um Teresa and Brady by themselves. Um, the whole chocolate thing was odd, but it was. But, but I, I loved seeing them just talk, even if they, they were spent, just talking. But because they spent her entire return griping at each other. Yeah, which wasn't even Teresa and Brady's dynamic anyway like Teresa and Brady before Teresa came back even with Jen Lilly were in a good spot and then Teresa shot her shot and missed Mm. and it's been tension ever since yeah but also going back to like uh episodes like a few episodes before when Alex were there um I got so fucking frustrated with Alex like what the this, fuck? That's not his place. That is one hundred percent not his place. His his attitude turned towards Justin makes no fucking sense. Makes no fucking sense, and it's bipolar within the in the scenes. One literally in the same scene, he's going from saying Justin to Dad and back again. Mm-hmm. It's fucking bizarre. Like, and I I get what they're doing. They're trying to amp up the tension between Justin and Alex for when they eventually reveal the fake out i get what you're aiming for and i don't hate you wanting to put the tension there but But there's other ways to do it there's other ways to accomplish that and in order to accomplish that successfully how about have us see justin trying to reach out to alex and alex pushing him away Mm -hmm. before we get to this point I swear, if I were Brady or Teresa, I would have thrown him thrown him out of the room because he had the no fact face. that Brady didn't punch him shows growth. Mm. The fact that Brady didn't punch EJ in the face when he went to Nicole also shows that growth. those scenes, like from the moment, like or the scene where it ended with Brady outside. Oh, that was such a good scene. I love that scene. I had to re- rewind and watch it again. It was so good mm-hmm. and like the timing was 100% terrible yeah because like we had EJ and Nicole talking and, and like Nicole still trying to process everything so brave and like EJ had like EJ had her screaming out for pain which I I equally cringe and love when tv shows do that because I don't know like watching people scream is just kind of cringy for me but yeah. Ari did it so well and the way she just collapsed in his arms I was like oh yeah did we see her scream this week yeah because it was right before Brady showed up it was in that same episode as the oh I know why I've missed okay okay so heads up um since some parts of like I don't log into Peacock and I don't know if you've updated your list yet probably have but I've been lazy. So I just go directly to um, Sam's playlist and some 
moments of the episodes get cut because those are like uh those have copyright on them or like she gets like something on youtube on the, i don't know she has to cut those parts like there's specific parts in the episodes that she's aware of that she can have because they'll like give her um a copyright a copyright infringement note or something like that you know what i'm saying yeah 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 so she has to cut out par parts from her episode sometimes and that's why i missed a few moments here and there okay because i was like where's the scream it was in the promo but i guess i missed it yeah like um so so as she's like releasing all of this emotion over everything that's happened, you have Brady and Teresa discussing the possibility of him coming to see her and getting Nicole to change EJ's mind. And I was like, oh no, this is just going to go very, very badly, which it did. It went terribly. It was excellently acted because Eric and Ari work very well together at all times. Mm -hmm. But it also, and I'm going to say it, Brady and Nicole should have been interacting long before now. Yeah. Makes no sense that it took so long. Um, but it, it doesn't change doesn't change how good those scenes were. Um, I also want to the other part of the big part with Brady that I loved is he kind of had a whole tour this week of like conversations with various exes. I really enjoyed his scenes with Kristen. No comment. I hated those scenes. Okay, what part of those scenes did you hate and why? All of them, because Kristen's presence just giving me a headache. Okay, fair. But I like the fact that once Kristen found out about Tate, she actually tried to be a human being. Yeah. I'm just over them because there's a constant back and forth and I'm just... I'm so exhausted, Tony. But I will say, Eric, even even if you if you're tired and exhausted, whatever, Eric Marsoff did great with those scenes. He did. Like it he was did. it was great material for him, and it's the kind of material that he, as an actor, needs. Because I'm sorry, I feel like they have been wasting Eric's talent mm -hmm. in the last year or so. I agree. Um. This it's it's so good, and it's like I never like I hated this drug story when it started, but honestly and truly, Holly's overdose and what is going on with Tate has rejuvenated this show in a way that I was not expecting. Same. Should we move on to the next headline? Since yes, I, I I feel like it's time. I know, but this this storyline is so intertwined that I didn't quite know how to break it all down but mm -hmm. now we can kind of move to the second part of this which mm -hmm. is nicole is by holly's bedside praying for a miracle she's having a major guilt spiral over not being there for her and ej tries to be there for her and suggests sending her to italy for treatment there was one moment um, i think it was actually that was the cliffhanger for friday's episode Oh my god, that was so good. Having it feels 
feels weird like e uh, seeing EJ pray because like the demeanor of it all. Yeah, yeah. the demeanor of it all. Him being back to like his old self, but oh my god, I still like that scene. Seeing him, Nicole and Eric pray, and the close up of Holly. I swear, was... I thought Holly was gonna open her eyes. Yeah, because she was blinking. <laughs> I was like, okay, is she opening her eyes? No, it's just the actress. Like, it's hard to close her eyes and like pretend to be sleeping. Oh, it's gotta be so hard. Like, we joke that it's gotta be the easiest thing in the world to like just lay there and sleep while they're filming. Listen, I I feel myself uh, closing my eyes and I I blink so much, like while my eyes are closed or like move my eyes. So it's super hard. So I'm not gonna like drag her or anything. But I, I noticed that. Um, so I expected her to wake up, but no. Um, I just like that scene. Like that was that was really well done. It wasn't like I, anything grand or something like that. It was just like a close up. But this, and it, it's the quiet moments like this that really make days feel like days. Mm-hmm. And while we don't have this one hundred percent confirmed because Shrek writers are never fully named for obvious reasons. Um. It feels like Sherry Anderson is writing this show. It feels like classic days. It feels like whoever is writing the show right now understands what this show was in the 80s and early 90s and is getting us back to yeah. that. Slowly. And, and literally, that's exactly it. They're taking things slow. They're giving characters a chance to actually react to things on screen the Mm -hmm. scenes are longer and have a chance to breathe like it's it's these little moments that make the show feel like itself case in point the eric and holly stuff Mm -hmm. like it's it's just it's so good and even like ej mentioning to nicole how he's not exactly comfortable with eric being around but and the way that they had the conversation I was like I'm with you you don't have to worry but I'm not going to take Eric away from Holly because Eric is you know Eric is very important to Holly and Holly is very important to Eric and by the end of it EJ kind of came around um that did not feel like EJ to me The one thing, too, is, like, I, I did like the moment of EJ potentially also realizing that he may have made a mistake in regards to tape. Because mm-hmm. he needs to. But I'm, re- I'm ready for Holly to wake up. Um, I don't know when that happens. I don't know how that happens, but it definitely does happen, and I'm, I'm excited. I actually want her to wake happen. up when it goes to trial. Ooh. Okay, so you want you want like full on soap? Mm-hmm. Cause I don't know if you, bring out that trial set. I know we have some money in the couch cushions. Find it, um, and bring that trial set up or courtroom set up. The actual one, not the one in the hospital or whatever that is supposed to be. Listen, uh, I'll I'll accept that one if we actually get a trial man. out of it. Give me that big old courtroom set. Because we, we have a trial coming for him, right? 
I think so, because I think the good news, I, I don't think the charges against Tate are going to be dropped. I know Brady and Tuesday get good news about him next week, but I think it's probably just that EJ is going to have his bail reinstated. Okay. So let's I say think. this goes to trial. I want Holly to wake up and testify or something. Or maybe go up in the stand, like, I don't know. Honestly, if if we're going to take it the full trial route, have her wake up and burst into the courtroom announcing everything just as the verdict on the trial is being read. Mm-hmm. Like if we're, if we're going to do it, let's go full. Yes. Let's go full. I don't want her it. just to wake up and be like, oh, Tate didn't do it. I did it. He didn't give in to me. I took it myself. It's me. Like that is boring. I'm just going to be honest. That is an anticlimactic way to end a story that's being built up fairly well. And and airing fairly consistently. Like it has taken up 90% of the show since the start of the year. Yeah. Granted, we are only two weeks into the year, but still. Um, also, I'm glad that we finally got a Maggie. Maggie's involvement in this. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> it happened on Monday, so that's yeah, okay. I remember. And Paulina came by by that. And pa- yeah, she did. And like Salem is starting to feel like Salem. And the other thing uh, that it's kind of solidified for me is how much Nicole has grown as a character. Mm-hmm. Because Nicole's daughter being in the hospital and all of these people wanting to be there for her and support her shows you what kind of a support system she has when 10 to 15 years ago that was not the case yeah Michael and I were talking in the group chat either earlier this week or last week and I realized that they have with Nicole succeeded in a way that they didn't with Sammy. Like they tried to grow Sammy up and sort of mature her and it never quite landed. But with Nicole, it's worked. Mm. And I don't think I realized how well it worked until now. I feel like because Sammy has always stayed true to her character. And Yes, I think Nicole has grown, but it's not the Nicole I personally favor. Okay, that may be true. You you may not love grown Nicole, but... I don't hate the grown Nicole. I just, I prefer the gray vixen with a soft heart. But yeah, I'm not I saying didn't... bring out Pookie, but <laughs> I'm just saying like... Yeah, okay, she might not scheme like the way she did back in the day, but that's what drew me to her. Like, the soft moments in between the craziness, or maybe not the craziness, but the scheming. Yeah. But it, it's just interesting to see how Nicole has changed as a character over yeah. the other season. And I don't think I really, like, it really hit like, me, like, how, yeah. how important she is to people until like they were all trying to rally around her. Mm. Like with Sammy, you're 
always know what you're gonna get get when she's around. She, you're gonna get Hurricane Sammy, and yes, maybe some fans are tired, but that's something that has stayed consistent since the '90s. That is Sammy, and I appreciate that because that's that's who she is. She might have softened a bit through the years, but she's gonna always gonna bring the drama. Like three years ago, she schemed and got like um. What's his name? Xander to break up. Maybe not break up, but like expose Nicole at Eric Cole's. Um, yeah. What was it? One year anniversary party? The, the anniversary party, yeah. And like, I don't know if she did anything two years ago. Like when the last time she was on. Uh, that was that was that was <laughs> when she took that was when she the custody battle with Henry happened. No, 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 two years ago, Tony, 2022, because that was when the kidnapping happened. Right. That 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 was 2022 was when the Eric Cole reveal the Xander reveal happened and the kidnapping happened. That was in 2021. Oh, 2020, 2022. What? Okay, 2022 was the um Sammy Lucas wedding reveal. So yeah, so Sammy was wasn't scheming she- in 2022. But her schemes came out in 2022. But it's just interesting to see how far Nicole has come as a character. And I'm really going to be interested to see how Nicole handles having such a wild child for a dog. I want I want um Holly to be kind of what, what Nicole used to be back in the day. But do you have anything else to add on the Nicole Holly of it all before we move into our next headline? Oh, really? All right. So we've got Everett is closing in on Ava and Stefan's involvement in the drug ring, and Chad is majorly suspicious. Um, I really don't care about Same. this, but it aired, so it has to be discussed. Um, and it we aired for to? like, and it aired for like more than a day. I will say, I see the chemistry between Brandon Barash and Tamara Braun, but. I just this whole thing is just I don't understand like why it just happened um um the whole thing I do think I see where the Horton house fire is going to come into effect though okay is it ever because I I don't think I don't think ever it's going to be the one to do it or maybe who knows I do think now though that with Chad and Everett and the spectator investigating the drug ring, Clyde is going to order the house to be burned down. Mm. Especially now that Chad has moved back into the house. Ooh, yeah. See, I'm looking forward to that happening. Honestly, now, as angry as I was that it was happening when we found out about it, based on how the show has handled holly's overdose if we get more of that type of writing Mm -hmm. meaning the overall umbrella storyline of it all with the house fire i could be here for that and also knowing that it's okay so question the drugs that um ava and stefan are smuggling into the bistro and like having there at their restaurant is that the same drug that uh, Holly got a hold of 
Yes, Holly. Okay, so got it's a supposed whole... to, supposed to be the same, like it's coming from the same like dealer. Like obviously, it's connected to Clyde. Yeah, it's all connected to Clyde because basically, what happened after Holly's OD is they realized that they were moving a bad batch of drugs. Can we do a who who done it this year? Please, God. And honestly, you know what? No, you don't even have to give it. Give me a who done it. Show me who killed Clyde and erect a statue in their honor, please and thank you. <laughs> but like Nicole would have a reason. Ava, Stefan, um, Chad. Hey, Chad would have a reason. Chad has a reason. This will just add to it. Yeah, especially especially if it's after the Horton House fire. Because like, first you kill my wife. Now you're going to take away the only solid home that my children have. Like, please, please let me kill you. Yeah. Also, even uh, Stefan, like, hey, I just, I only have one thing to say, and that's my girl aired. I don't have much else to say. So I guess I, I, not about Ava and Stefan. That's just existing. But I will say, I kind of like Everett and Chad's little friendship-ish kind of thing going on. When they're not arguing over Stephanie, I can tolerate them speaking to each other. Mm, I don't care uh, about that. Their scenes that much. I'm I'm not feeling Everett, so I don't know. All right. Well, in that case, we can just move on to our last headline, which is Harris wants Lucas Lucas's help busting the prison drug ring. He promises Lucas his freedom in exchange for his help. Um, thanks to Brian Tatillo, we do know that this will be successful and Lucas will get out of prison because uh, he has, I think he said something on a cameo to somebody. Mm. Um, so Lucas will be getting out of prison. Oh, so this will so this will work. Um, I just and but if I didn't know that, I don't actually know how successful this would be. Mm. I am actually intrigued by this story, or this, I kind of this part of the story because it's all connected. Um, yeah, I like that. Um, Kate is involved in this rather than, and I like I like that Kate has issues with it. Same. Oh my god, that felt again felt so much like Kate. Because Kate, Kate not wanting anything to happen to the only child that she's actually raised from birth mm-hmm. feels so in character. It is ridiculous. Because mm-hmm. I, I know I saw a couple people questioning like why she would be like this with Lucas, because that's always how she's been with Lucas. She has been super massively overprotective with Lucas because she never you know, she never wanted anything to happen to him. She never wanted to risk losing him the way she lost Billy and Austin. Mm-hmm. Um, there was... I liked... Um, I was going to say something. I liked those scenes where, like, Lucas was initially not for this idea. And, and then finding out about Holly pushed him. I would, Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. I, I love that too. And that was kind of, that was kind of one of the things that sort of inspired my thought process from before because it shows like because Lucas and Nicole have always had a very interesting dynamic. So I kind of love that Lucas is doing this for Nicole's child. 
Yeah. And and to be able to see his, ch- you know, his children and grandchildren. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm very interested to see exactly what he's going to do and to see how he's going to react when he realizes it's Clyde. Because he don't like Clyde. I mean, he don't like Clyde either. Mm-hmm. He never did. But especially after what happened with Abigail, he certainly doesn't. So it's going to be very interesting to see where this goes. I agree. All right, so should we move into in other news? Let's go. Wendy decides to stay in Salem to the shock of absolutely no one. Everett and Stephanie get closer. Nobody cares. Alex and Chad discuss the struggles of finding their fathers late in life. And Paulina's symptoms continue as she awaits results. Also, Sloan continues to spiral because Leo continues to blackmail her. So which of these do you want to tackle first? Um, I'm just going to pick one. Alex and Chad discuss the struggles of findings. They're finding their, oh, there's a typo. Finding their fathers late in life. <laughs> Actually, it was, it was not that scene itself that I enjoyed. It was the monkey in the middle. <gasps> so cute. Super cute. I love those scenes with um, Thomas, Chad, and Alex. It was like, you could tell the actors were in, like, having a blast. Having so much fun. And I honestly yeah. really enjoyed the Chad and Alex I was discussion. super surprised, like, how much I actually enjoyed them. And it's like, <laughs> I keep seeing him as Ben with Chad. Oh, like, why is he talking to him like that? Like, they're super, like, chill. I was like, oh shit, wrong per wrong dude, wrong character. <laughs> Cause it's and, weird. Like, no, I know it, it's definitely weird having him interact so much with Chad when and like that was Thomas so is there, and too. you're like, it, if that's the yeah. kid he kidnapped, and who's you kind of have yeah, to do that uh mental gymnastic and like be like, oh no, that's that's not him that's ben this is alex but anyway overall like super cute fun scenes and i enjoyed that i i, I don't know it was chill they had a like and it made sense because they've both been through it mm-hmm. yeah i agree i loved it the other thing um i wanted to mention is paulina's symptoms continue as she awaits results can we just diagnose Paulina and move on to the treatment phase of this? Yeah. Because I am so uncomfortable hearing her cough in every scene. Like, it literally makes me die a little inside. I can't. It, it, it just, it hits an ick for me. I, I need us to move past this. Yeah. Uh, and whenever she coughs, I cough because I don't know. It's it, it's contagious. <laughs> it happened to me. Remember that scene like a few years ago, not connected to Paulina, but um, when Ben was strangling um, Will. Yes. And he started coughing, and I don't know for some reason, like I was, he was coughing so bad, and then I started to cough really, like it it got so bad for me as well. 
Like I was like, oh shit. So it's kind of having the same thing like when I see Paulina start coughing because it it is definitely contagious. Like I start coughing as well. But anyway, I'm rambling. Um, yeah, I want to get to the result portion of this. Yeah, and also just as a general thing, I miss Abe. Same. I want to say. And I don't just mean I miss seeing him on my screen. I mean, I miss our Abe Carver with his memories intact. Mm, same. They're going to drag that out. I have a feeling. Yeah, I feel like they are too. And I just, I wish they They're going to drag I, all of these stories out, I think. Yeah, no, d- there's definitely a couple that they're done. Yeah, definitely. I just, ugh. I'm ready. I'm ready for ending. I'm probably ending in summer um the Constantine story in summer oh the coffee yeah because the Constantine story the Constantine story's climax is probably filming currently because mm. I don't imagine Alex and Teresa's wedding is actually going to happen I imagine that everything is going to hit the fan we don't even know if it's his wedding though even if he's yeah we kind it's not just because Rob is dressed up in the suit it's because both Sonny both Zach Tinker and Christopher Sean are on set. So Sonny would be there for his brother's wedding and Paul would be there as Andrews plus one. I guess. So that to me says Alex and Teresa are walking down the aisle. Oh well. It is what it is. But we can move into our praise or shade segment. Are you praising or shading? I'm going to praise. And I'm going back to my another news. I thought that scene with um, Alex, Chad, and Thomas playing monkey in the middle was cute. It felt like the actors were like enjoying themselves. I like those moments, like those small, they're Alex and Chad aren't technically family, but get what I'm saying like just yeah people enjoying themselves having a fun time and kids I love seeing kids on on these shows so it was super fun and adorable and Thomas and slash Carrie he's such a cutie pie and a great actor yeah so that's my praise and I am going to kind of piggyback off of that. And I'm going to go a more general way with my praise, which is that um, I'm enjoying the way that Salem feels connected again. I'm loving seeing all of the interpersonal connections being played. I'm loving giving characters a moment to like just have a conversation and give us moments that actually feel like a friendship exists in this space. Um, That's something that's been missing for quite a long time. And I feel like we're starting to get that back and I'm really enjoying it. And I'm also really enjoying the longer scenes. Like it just, it feels nice. And Salem feels familiar again and I'm enjoying that. So I thought I should praise it. Do you have any final thoughts, Ariet? No, I am looking forward to this whole storyline with um holly holly's um overdose and seeing how it unfolds so that's gonna be interesting 
to watch and i hope it i hope they take a soapy route with the story sorry that i'm rambling today i'm y'all i'm super tired but i am looking forward to seeing how what happens when she wakes up is this gonna go to trial are they gonna take a super soapy route are they gonna take the anticlimactic route and be her being like that was me. I took the drugs. I had them by myself. Like Tate wasn't responsible. Uh, Tate is not to blame. I'm responsible. Blah, blah, blah. Like, what are they going to do? Uh, they're probably going to drag it out. But but I'll... honestly, all of the drama that's surrounding this, I'm okay that this doesn't get resolved in like two weeks. Same. I'm okay pivoting away from it for a little bit because it's been a lot emotionally speaking. Mm -hmm. So I'm okay to like give us a little bit of a break for like a week and circle back to other things just so we can kind of have an emotional reset. But I'm not ready for the story to be over. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. More of it, that is. We've seen yeah. some of it. And I think that's basically it. We have gone through this entire week of days. And this is kind of, I think, been the most excited you and I have been mm -hmm. to do an episode probably in a really long time. Yep. So. And that is thanks to the strike writers, not Ron. And that is my final thought. <gasps> All right. We'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.